Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today. Can't wait to get into that. Do want to give you a heads up. I, I've been trying to live stream and post more and more videos on, on social media. You can check me out anywhere at DeHuff Podcast. Anyway, one of the guys that that follows me on YouTube, he responded to my video that I did yesterday that I posted me talking about churning butter and some guy in the corner rubbing his belly button as I'm churning butter. Eh, an American classic. He started off, by the way, with, with all due respect, which usually means I'm going to slightly disrespect you, but be ready. Anyway, he's like, you can't be having content like this with signs in the background that say, warning, no stupid people. (laughs) That's fine. I was like, it makes it funnier to me because I'm talking about dumb stuff and, and, and I don't take life, especially on this podcast, too seriously. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should be laughing more. And... That's that's kind of what this podcast is, if you're new to it, and it's fine. There's a lot of new people coming into this podcast, and it's great. We're building it. We're getting bigger and bigger as time goes on, so enjoy. Don't take it too seriously. If you do, just go ahead and leave it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. But shit, man, let's have some fun over here. Talking about churning butter and rubbing your belly button. Mm, who doesn't like to do that? Anyway, you know what we need to do right now? Jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is something you don't see very often when it comes to influencers. Influencers doing good. I mean, really good. There's obviously the entertainment value of a lot of the influencers out there. And they don't really, especially the ones that make a lot of money, they usually don't turn around and do something good with that money. Shit, rich people in general usually don't turn around and do something really good, like directly good. You might give money to charity, which is a good thing. I get that. But check this out. This is going a little bit beyond a little bit. This is going way beyond Mr. Beast, also known as Jimmy Donaldson. I've talked about him before. Really successful. He's only 24 years old. He's the most followed YouTuber, most followed influencer in general out there, and he's the richest. As of 2021, according to Forbes magazine, he earned $54 million that year. That year. That's insane. This is what Jimmy Donaldson, a.k.a. Mr. Beast, did. He helped helped 1,000 blind people see. Now, they weren't completely blind, but there was something in, the, in there that in their eyes that needed to be fixed. So he had these people. Obviously, everybody's slightly different. And according to the doctor that helped or that did the surgeries, he said half of the blindness in the world is people who need a 10-minute surgery. Now, Jimmy Donaldson continued with that and said, if you're wondering how the surgery allows people to see again, it's because the lens in their eyes is so cloudy that they can't see through it. 
So the surgeon uses a tiny vacuum to suck it up, to suck up all the clouded lenses and replace it with an artificial one. The surgery is that simple. They can see again. Obviously, it's a little bit more complex than that. But yeah, in a sense, he's right. It is very simple. Here's what's crazy. It's estimated that Mr. Beast spent right around $5 million on on people getting this surgery and making their lives so much better. That's insane. Good for him. As somebody that has paid for a an eye surgery, I had corrective uh, surgery done on my eyes. I had LASIK surgery. I went to Cudarelli Vision. They did a great job, and they're not a sponsor. They didn't pay for anything. I paid for all of it. And one of the scariest but most insane things I've ever done because you you have that nerve you know, the nerves inside you are like, what if, what if they screwed up? What if I all of a sudden I'm blind and I can't see again? Now I'm fucked. But before I had the surgery, it was one of those things where if I was driving, I had to make plans because my eyes were so bad. I could only see about five inches in front of my face after that everything was blurry. So I would honestly... When I would drive home, I would memorize where I'm going and kind of plan ahead, especially if my eyes were bugging me, if my contacts were bugging me, because I'll sit there and go, if for some reason my contacts fall out, I need to know where I can pull over with essentially not really being able to see. So it was was one of those things where it was kind of scary to have that shitty of vision. So the fact that he was, a, and, and the fact that I got the LASIK surgery has changed my life. It's amazing. I love it. I recommend anybody looking into it. I'm not saying that you have to do it, but it's worth looking into. And most of these places, it's a free consultation to see if you're eligible or not. Anyway, I have, real quick, I, I keep saying real quick, real quick. I was told, say, five years before I got the surgery that I wasn't eligible by a different company. Then five years later, Cecil Lammy, who I used to work with, had just as bad as eyes as I did, and he was getting surgery at Cudarelli. And I'm like, shit, man, I might as well check it out. And sure enough, I was eligible because technology had changed that much. Anyway, worth your time. Now, going back to Mr. Beast, that's something that you just got to stand up and applaud. Good for him. I don't know what the process was of for people to to get into this this group of a thousand people, but good for him for realizing he has so much money he might as well be doing something good with it. He's 24 years old and he is doing more with his wealth and his influence than these these rich assholes that run big corporations than they've ever done in their lifetime. And he's half their age. So good for him. Can't hate on him. Can't hate on him. Now, other influencers that are just sitting there showing their titties and just bouncing around, making a shit ton of money, good for you for making a bunch of money. But you know what? You need to turn around and do something good. Put some good energy out there because all you're doing is just raking in the cash. Can't really bag on you for that. But ultimately... Maybe you should try to think about, maybe I should do something good with what I have. And that's what Mr. Beast is is doing. Now, you could be doing it, but not wanting public notoriety for it. That's fine. I get it. 
you don't have to sit there and make everything public. In fact, I'd actually appreciate if you didn't. But that's not the way things went with this. And I, I think that's just the way he goes. He's, he wants to be fully transparent. So either way, good for him for doing that. You know what's not good? A mining company in Perth, Australia lost a 0.31 inch by 0.24 inch capsule that's highly radioactive. They lost it in a stretch of right around 100, or excuse me, 870 miles in Western Australia. They don't know where it's at. In fact, they actually said it might be lodged in a car tire. We don't know. The capsule emits dangerous amounts of radiation equivalent of receiving 10 x-rays in one hour. Not good. And they can't find it. But here's what's wild. The more you think about this story, yes, that's scary. And it would be awful if you're at your house and all of a sudden you start getting sick and and come to find out it's because because that's lodged in your car tire and then your kid finds it and then starts playing with it. That's scary. That's scary shit. But what's also scary is when you start digging into missing radioactive elements in the world, the United States has six missing nuclear weapons. Six of them. Let me go through, through these real quick because it's kind of wild when you start thinking about it. Now, they all happened in, in the range of the 50s and 60s. Apparently, in the 50s and 60s, we were just like, it's a nuclear weapon? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we can lose them. They've lost more, but they found them. Now, these are the only ones the United States are saying, yeah, we don't know where they're at. For all we know that they could be missing more, but they just haven't said anything. Because like in the 60s, they're like, let's just shut up about this. Okay, we lose one. It's just between us, okay? Girls packed. <laughs> Pinky swear. Okay, got it. Thanks, guys. February 13th, 1950. It was lost when the crew of the United States Air Force uh, conveyor B-36 bomber was conducting a mock nuclear strike. And then that was in... And they lost it somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. It was a 30-kiloton Mark IV Fat Man bomb. Now, according to the report, the bomb didn't contain the plutonium core necessary for nuclear detonation, but it still contained a substantial amount of uranium. March 10th, 1956, two nuclear cores were lost when a B-47 bomber likely crashed in the Mediterranean Sea. Okay? God damn. February 5th, 1958, during a simulated combat mission near Savannah, Georgia, B-47 bomber carrying an MK-15 weapon collided with an F-86. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> they lost it near the mouth of the Savannah River. <laughs> okay, that's still there. Somewhere. January 24th, 1961. Near, somewhere near Goldsboro, North Carolina. A uranium core is likely buried in a field. Don't know where it's at. Why? It had been one of the cores for a pair of 24 megaton nuclear bombs that were on a B-52 that crashed shortly after takeoff. Jesus Christ. December 5th, 1965, <laughs> uh, A-4E Skyhawk attack aircraft loaded with one megaton thermonuclear weapon 
managed to roll off the deck into the ocean. The pilot, the plane, and the bomb quickly sank in 16,000 feet of water and were never seen again. Spring 1968, U.S. Navy's nuclear attack submarine USS Scorpion, which sank about 400 miles to the southwest of the Azores Islands, and that's right around Portugal, and they lost those. In addition to the tra- tragic loss, the 99 crew members, the submarine was carrying a pair of nuclear-tipped weapons, which had yields up to 250 kilotons. So there's all these nuclear weapons missing. That's just courtesy of the United States. So the fact that Australia lost this tiny little fucking thing that's going to make people sick and possibly develop cancer, depending on how close they're to it and for for a certain amount of time, that's scary. But it's also scary to look back and go like somewhere in North Carolina, in Georgia, all these places that were like, yeah, we don't know where it's at. We have these bombs that are there and they could start uh, leaking out, you know, their their toxic fluids. So crazy to think about. Crazy to think about. That's just the way things are. But yeah, could you imagine if you're driving along on that roadway in Western Australia, you don't realize it and that thing gets stuck in your tire and next thing you know, it's in your house. It's so freaking tiny. It's insane. 0.31 inch by 0.24 inch, a little capsule, and it's highly radioactive. They lost it in an 870-mile stretch. They don't know where it's at. And, and let's be honest, they're probably never going to find it. If they do, I wouldn't believe that they actually did find it. I honestly wouldn't. Because I'd be like, yeah, that, that's bullshit. <laughs> I, don't, I think they're saying they found it, but they didn't find it. You know what I mean? I don't believe shit. Don't believe shit. Wild. We got more craziness coming your way. But first, the championship is here. There's no better place to wager on the football title game than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu prop bets in the business. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. Win some money as one lucky team takes everything home and wins the championship. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Fellas, as you know, it's all about size. Nobody's bigger than we are. We have 18,000 square feet and three bars under one roof. Add it all up and you have Denver's best football bar. It's the Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches football. Where are we at? West Hollywood Sex Store. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad we can make it. (laughs) So we're at a West Hollywood sex sex store. I don't know what you call that. An adult arcade whatever they call it, a man tried to steal a $700 30-inch dildo. First of all, the fact that they that they make those is wild to me. But anyway, the guy tries to steal it, and it, it's it's gigantic. I mean, that's two and a half feet. I mean, it's, it's absurd. Anyway, so he's, he's trying to make it out of the door with this giant thing, and a staff member stops him, blah, 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 blah. 
But the real story is not the fact that somebody tried to steal a 30-inch dildo that cost $700. It's that who wants that in their home to purchase? Because obviously a 30-inch dildo, because that thing is like the head is the size of a human head, is who wants that in their house? Where do you put that if you buy it? Are you that fascinated by dicks that you have to have a 30-inch dildo in your home? Listen, I like breasts. I like vaginas. Not going to go buy a a 30-inch set of breasts in a a 30-inch vagina that I could crawl inside. Not going to do that. So who's who's buying these? I don't understand. Do you buy two of them and put one on each side of the fireplace? Is that what you do when when you got a 30-inch giant dildo? That's insane to me. It's rich people that just want to be like, I bought a 30-inch giant penis. Look at the size of that thing. Oh, God, it makes me horny. I just don't get it. Unless... You like get it bronzed or something like that, and then you put it in your backyard and you run a gas line through it, and then that way when friends come over, it'd be like, "You guys ready for the show?" Yeah, heck yeah! What's the show? And then he flips a switch, and then like flames shoot out of the thirty-inch dildo. That would be awesome! Like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. At least make it a party favor. I just don't understand seven hundred dollars for that. That's ridiculous ridiculous but if you want to pay for it go for it i I guess i can't judge you as long as you're not hurting anybody with that thing because guess what you could you could oh my god a colorado-based bluegrass quartet had a high country basically i'm I'm reading from channel four and i shouldn't have done that basically there was a a closure on i-70 in the mountains the other day because of a nasty accident in nasty weather conditions The road was closed for five hours. Then all of a sudden, members of the Elk Range musical group, they're a bluegrass group, busted out their instruments, broke into song, and started entertaining fellow travelers that were just stuck. And I think that's kind of neat. Kind of neat. And they're dancing, and there's video of it, of course. I guess that's a way to do it. I mean, if you have instruments, I wish I could play an instrument, but I can't. My son's pretty good at some of the... He, he can play some songs on the guitar. Obviously, he has the recorder now, which is one of the most annoying sounds when they're first learning it. But I think that's kind of a neat thing. And to be honest, what a great way to diffuse the stress because you're not going anywhere. Might as well entertain some people. Maybe shit would just be better in life if all of a sudden there was a group of people that just came out of nowhere like the elk range group and they just come out and start singing and and playing instruments to diffuse situations that would be great go walk down into (laughs) downtown denver in the rough neighborhoods go do that guys (laughs) everybody's happy (laughs) i'm gonna put my gun away this is beautiful music no i don't think that's gonna happen probably not a good idea don't recommend it, but I thought that that was kind of an interesting thing to do. So good for them trying to make light of a, a, a bad situation. And, and I think they accomplished that. They did a good job with 
diffusing a very stressful situation because I can't imagine being stuck on the highway in the freezing cold and, you know, you're just stuck there. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? This is coming through uh, the odd but true section. Amazing facts. I pulled these from Facts of World, world spelled with a zero on Twitter. You are most likely to come up with a great idea when you're exercising, driving, or showering. This is because we're most relaxed and least distracted, so dopamine is flowing through our bodies and triggering our thoughts. That makes sense because you're more relaxed, you're chill, you're not being distracted. Now, that being said, so as long as you're not distracted by music or anything else, that's why, like, when I used to work in... In, on the morning show, I would drive to work with no, nothing on the radio because it gave me time to think. So if I, had a, if I had the radio on, it just wouldn't allow my mind to actually think. I was essentially being led along by the music or whatever was on the radio. But if I shut everything off and just focused on driving and just allowed my thoughts to just run wild, that's where you would come up with great ideas. So I think that's... that's uh, Obviously true. I completely agree with that. And I'm sure scientists have, have studies that say, yeah, no shit. We don't care if you agree with it or not, Scott. That's the facts. So, yeah, next time you're you're on a road trip, going somewhere, maybe you're just driving to work, driving home from work, don't listen to anything, unless it's the Huff Uncensored podcast. But otherwise, just listen to nothing and allow your mind to just think it's actually quite relaxing it's borderline meditation i guess you could say obviously keep your eyes open and focus on what you're driving or where you're driving but you might actually discover that you accomplish a little bit more or as far as organizing your 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 day or 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 whatever or maybe you have a tough problem that you're thinking of for home or work, and that can help clear your mind and actually figure out what you need to, to do. I saw this and I had to bring it up because it's hilarious. Tim Hawking added swear words to his dad's Stephen Hawking voice synthesizer as a prank. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. And who says Tim Hawking's not a genius? Because he's got it in his blood, and clearly he knocked it out of the park with that. That's awesome. Could you imagine if, like, Stephen Hawking's trying to give a lecture, and then all of a sudden he's just like, I can't, what does he sound like? What did he sound like? He's like, the earth is round. It's not fucking flat, you cunt bags. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, holy shit, Stephen. We agree. Great, bravo. Then he wins another award. Congratulations. I thought that was funny. That's such a, a, a kid thing to do. Now, hopefully he did that when he, Tim was a, an adult, not like he was like six. <laughs> like, Dad, fuck, man. Shit, I'm going to fuck with your synthesizer. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> I don't know if I accomplished anything in this podcast. We learned that people fucking misplace things that they shouldn't misplace. Oh, I don't know, like highly radioactive Elements, don't lose those. Uh, Australia, United States, if it's radioactive, maybe you keep an extra eye on it and don't just fucking leave it somewhere. My God, how bizarre. And the thing in Australia, good luck on finding that. 
congrats to Mr. Beast on making a thousand people that were seen impaired not. That's fantastic. Good for him. Good, good job, Jimmy Donaldson. You deserve a round of applause for somebody that's so young. Good, good for you for doing something great. And uh, if you're in the West Hollywood area and you see a 30-inch dildo, re remember two things. It's $700, and you got to get two each side of the fireplace, okay? You have to do it. If you get a 30-inch dildo, you have to get the other one, spend $700 each on them, and put one on each side, either by your fireplace or you get them and put them on your front porch. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That would be hilarious. That's the dick house. <laughs> they love their dick there. <laughs> Those rascals. Why would you want to steal a 70 or yeah, 30 inch dildo too? Like, what are you going to do with that? Come on. I guess it would be just kind of a funny prank thing to have. That's a, I, could you imagine really other than like, if you just have weird taste or that's a $700 prank item. If you got $700 to spend, that's a great, that's a great prank. Like you just give somebody a 30 inch dildo. That would be hilarious. That would be the present that you just continuously give to your friends on Christmas. Like who's got the who's got the 30 inch cock this week or this year? Oh, it's Todd. <laughs> oh, he ain't giving that some bitch up, is he? <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having a great day. Hopefully you, you laughed a little, maybe a little giggle today. Did you giggle? Did you giggle? <laughs> you did giggle, didn't you? Anyway, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Also Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Have a great day. Smile. Don't be a dick. Don't be a 30-inch dick. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.